Can you like t- walk me through, like, let's say it's like, you're like, hey, Jack, let's go to the bathhouse tonight. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we're just going to get some comic books. And you're like, nope. Nope. They were going to the bathhouse. <laughs> so you have to earn yeah. your comic book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want that comic book, you're going to see some peens. No, so there's two ways of, of getting there. Okay. Uh, it has its own like sort of regular entrance. Which is in the building beside the comic. And you just like walk in, take an elevator up to like the second floor, I think. Okay. And then you pay your ticket and you either get like a locker or a room and you go from there. Um, but that's the part I want to know. Oh, so once. All right. So like let's say you, you go in and there's a bunch of lockers and there's three or four floors. Some floors have like um, gyms, there's saunas, there's a hot tub <laughs> that's, filled that's, with syphilis. I say, that's a risk anywhere you go. Yeah, right? that's true. This is good. I was um, here for comic books. I went in and I was like, yeah. ooh, a hot tub. And you're like, and you're like no, mm-hmm. don't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's showers. There's rooms just playing porn. Um, and then as you like, the farther you go up, it becomes more and more just like hallways of rooms, which is where like, okay. that's where it starts to get like a little scary. Cause you never know who's just going to like, you're going to walk by and see like an old man jerking off. <laughs> okay. So is, is it like a sex club? Just very, uh, niche? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, people go there and literally just like walk around like in shorts okay. and they're just like there with their friend. I don't know why you would. <laughs> but okay. but you do um and then the top floor is like a rooftop bar not huh. bar but like a rooftop and do you take you just stay stairs there. to get to the different floors mm-hmm. that sounds dangerous yeah i mean the i guess elevator goes have... you know what i don't know if the elevator goes to the other floors i know it takes you to like the floor to get your ticket but mm-hmm. then below the bathhouse is hot mass which is the oh nightclub oh i didn't realize it was the same building yeah oh fuck okay so you can get to the bathhouse through hot mass it's just you pay for and like an additional ticket cost i think interesting huh and is the bathhouse specifically like gay only no anyone can go it's Um, just gonna be old guy jerking off in a room yeah yeah and then hot mass is like i think it's like 25 dollars to get in and you can there, they have a bar in the in in Hot Mass, but it's like I wouldn't want anyone to make you a drink there. <laughs> not that I think like something's uh, gonna happen to you. It's just like right. not. It's either gonna be like a cup of vodka or <laughs> this much vodka and like a soda. So like, but they have like beer there and cans. Okay, okay, you know, okay. things yeah. like that. But the bathhouse doesn't serve alcohol. Probably for the best. That <laughs> seems like a probably a probably mm-hmm. good call. Yeah. See, there's there's a, a sex club over on this side of town, and they don't serve alcohol. Because they don't have a license, but they can they hold it for you. Oh, okay. So like, if you go in and you have a bottle of vodka, you give it to them, and then you're like, "Hey, uh, my number is whatever." Blah blah blah. They'll pour you a drink. They'll yeah. they'll mix it with soda if, if you want, or oh. if you're just like, "I just want a That's so mason polite. jar of vodka." <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 really nice. Hey, can you hand me my obviously moonshine? Yeah. If you wouldn't mind. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's it. It's okay. It's, and Hot Mass is specifically uh, dancing. Like it's dancing. Like, they have a smoke room, I think. Okay. They now do like 
when I went there, it was just complete like rave dance music. Okay, that's what I've always known it to be. Yeah, yeah. I, that's I, where I did cocaine. <laughs> that tracks. Gotcha. Yeah. That absolutely tracks. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense now that you tell me that they're connected because I would hear mm-hmm. stories from our friends that I'll leave nameless, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> where they would talk about going to hot mass, yeah. and then doing a bunch of drugs and then fucking, yeah. and I'm like, at the club. Well, that happens too. Okay. <laughs> they have like these booths that you can like slide under. It's super bizarre. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> They're they like don't... phone booths almost. Okay. Right, right, like I, right beside cool. the bathrooms. Oh. And you kind of just like duck and you get under and who knows who's in there. But well, I want to go. You do want to go? Yeah. I'll take you. Okay. I'll make sure nobody kidnaps That's fine. you. Oh, well, yeah. yeah I don't want to be trafficked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Actually, this kind of vibe of wanting to try new things, just experience <laughs> existence more, is the reason I even tried cooking in the first place. Yeah. I have been dating a certain Someone. actress that yeah. you may recall. Yes. I think we talked about her last time here, too. <laughs> yes, we should. I um, believe so, yes. yes. And after that, I was like, I'm just a congealed <laughs> mass of fear. Like, I'm just scared of everything. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to confront these things head on because that's how I do. So, so you like, did a bunch so of cocaine. So, so I, 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 but like very scientifically, I'm like, all right, so they're going to do all research and then we're going to decide, all right, I'm going to decide what's my plan. All right, I'm going to try cocaine. Uh, <laughs> did the same thing with shrooms, did the same thing with acid. Skipped heroin. Pretty good there. Don't need to do yeah, that. Yeah, don't one. do that. Solid. Um, yeah. yeah. Wise choice. Yeah. <laughs> just all around A. Plus. I'll, yeah. I'll stick to just watching that one from afar. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, don't do that either. That no. sucks. <laughs> you don't like Breaking Bad? That was meth. Oh wait, no, there was heroin in yeah. that too. Yeah, no, that no, that's that part sucked. Now nah, you're yeah. right. That sucks. Heroin's awful, guys. Don't do heroin. <laughs> you're, you, that's Razzle's official stance on heroin. Don't do heroin. It sucks. <laughs> don't do it. Well, thanks for having me on. Yeah, I gotta absolutely. go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess uh, we, we can start into the episode. We're rolling, right? Oh, this is a this is a drink. <laughs> it's a cup of pink. Pink. It literally is. It's just, just a cup of pink. Just a cup of pink. Yeah. I don't know. Is it think? I'm not reacting to the alcohol. It's just kind of tart. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like, like a pink a, lemonade. Oh, it's okay. The, that's okay. The, it's a liquid sweet tart. Yeah. 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 Great. Uh, so, <laughs> welcome to Durazzle, everybody. The podcast <laughs> takes award-winning worst films and fixes them. I'm host Jack Colbertson. Here to suffer alongside me, as always, is also host Joni Ellis. Welcome, everybody. All the movies on Derazzled won Worst Picture at the Razzies the year they were released. He lied. The Razzies, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, are something of a reverse Oscars. They recognize the worst films of the year. Today's episode, you'll be getting a bit of the old DP. Oh, no. Not only Finally. will you be... <laughs> <laughs> Not only will you be pleasured by the return of Caleb Figgles, host of the making a martini podcast but you'll also be introduced to drazzled's new episode format true so much pleasure double pleasure double your pleasure yeah. double yeah. your fun caleb any regrets that's the, that's the slogan for the bathhouse actually um, huh. so interesting see it was related <laughs> so no regrets from you i see all right not at all oh my god wonderful so as i said We'll be plowing you with Durazzle's new format. <laughs> that means that each movie will now be split into two more reasonably length episodes. We hope. We hope. <laughs> uh, in part one, we'll discuss the movie and decide if it deserves the hate. In the second part, we'll look at what went wrong and fix it. 
so basically our how we usually do it just um kind of reorganized and uh shortened yeah slightly more digestible for your listening pleasure yes uh triple your me. pleasure triple your fun did it pee oh no uh tp uh allow me to demonstrate instead of providing a highly descriptive summary full of quips we'll be playing a game called pavlov's horses or I'll have five minutes to summarize the movie, and not a second more. Not a fucking second more. <laughs> when the timer hits five minutes, Joe will blast me with horse sounds. Horses. They walk on their toenails, and I hate them for that. <laughs> Among other atrocities, <laughs> but mostly that one. <laughs> it's just that. It's like, The more you think about it, the worse it gets. <laughs> Though I do want to note real quick, please. Uh, so as I mentioned before we started recording, I saw Nope uh, the other day, and while the horses were unsettling, the chimp was way worse. Oh yeah, they had both the animals I liked the least, and one movie. was objectively more horrifying than the other. Yeah, uh, but before we do that, Joe, would you remind them to remember, 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 never unmember? Oh, you should always remember to rate and review the show everywhere you possibly can so it helps people find us and helps us get up higher in search rankings. Uh, thank you to everybody that has been doing that. In particular, uh, some of the folks from Sugar Coated Murder uh, have given us five-star reviews on Good Pods, which we greatly yes. appreciate. So thank you. Okay, my breath. Okay, all right, here we go. <laughs> I <don't> like horses. <laughs> uh, all right, give me a, a countdown, will you? All right, in five, four, three, two, one, go. Listen, nothing I say in the next five minutes is going to capture the pure cocaine-driven insanity of this 1980s roller disco movie musical about a muse who exits the pretty crappy mu uh, mural to help a failed record cover artist turned failed charcoal drawing artist flip <laughs> a dilapidated art deco warehouse into a sideshow discotheque with the assistance of a beach roaming old man who plays clarinet himself being inspired by the same mural muse in the big band era of the 40s so that he can relive his glory days by mixing rock and roll and disco and the big band aesthetic but nearly loses it uh, loses his friend along the way that's michael back from the warriors uh but who plays sunny malone in the movie because sunny has fallen in love with the muse who calls herself kira but is actually turksipri you want to try that name again? Her name is Terpsichore, or Terpsichore, uh, one of the nine muses of Mount Olympus, because having completed her task of inspiring another sad boy art grad, returns to the Tron world of laser, 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 uh, just beyond the mural, only to have Sonny Rollerblade uh, his way into the mural, uh, all Kool-Aid man style, argue with the disembodied voice of Zeus, who has a terrible time figuring out the concept of time. Which makes sense since he's a, uh, it's a human construct and he's an omnipotent being that uh, gone, uh, you know, it's gone out of vogue. Uh, Zeus isn't con uh, convinced by this puny mortal, but is browbeaten by Lady Zeus, which is not Hera and maybe Terpsichore's mom. But it's not Hera? It's it's not. It, they say her name. It's something completely it's, different. It's I, I really weird. That. They also um, don't live on Mount Olympus. That, they don't. That's also true, yeah. Tron, world of laser, laser, laser. Uh <laughs> In, uh, browbeats blah 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 into giving Kira a second moment and or forever to go to the opening of Xanadu that's the roller disco to support her mortal boy toy and watch the living legend Gene Kelly seen here in his last feature film performance skate around in a circle 
while the big finish number goes over like a wet fart, uh, just like <laughs> Sunny's Love Life. But don't worry, because the shot girl looks exactly like Kira, and that's not to speak of any of the song and dance numbers, uh, including a fully animated portion created by pre-legendary Don Bluth, uh, who was behind in American Tale, Secret of Nim, uh, and my personal favorite, Rockadoodle. Uh, there's a mannequin dance number where they, 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 um, they even look like mannequins a little bit they, <laughs> no. for a second. Um, I say pretty woman, but I think I'm actually thinking of, she's all that. Anyway, they, anyway. they give Gene Kelly a, a makeover. Uh, Kira convinces Sunny. She's amused by having the people on TV argue, agree with her. And of course, Gene Kelly and Dame Olivia Newton-John have a dream sequence ghost tap number, which was a scene that was only added after test audiences were mad that Gene and Olivia did not sing and dance together in the original cut, which honestly, like, that's like the whole point of having those two actors. But <laughs> Wow. <laughs> uh, also, ELO created the score out of spare songs that they just had lying around. Uh, anyway, guys, I really like this movie. <laughs> Jack, you beat the horse <sighs> by like a wide margin. My God. That <laughs> Suck is, it, horse. That might be. <laughs> holy shit. That's the fastest summary that we've had in so long. Uh, I, will, I do want to point out one thing. Uh, the uh, makeover montage that you're thinking of is mm -hmm. absolutely clueless. Oh, oh yeah. I, I hate it's actually the part of the movie I hated the most. It was okay, so I, I do have a I do have a quick feeling about that because Becca and I were very much in agreement <laughs> okay. about which outfit of Gene Kelly's was the best out of all of them, and it was the second one. <laughs> and after that they all got worse. Was that the pink suit? No, the pink suit was well, like, it was the one right before the pink, pink suit. suit. The one okay. where it was like it was like a brown, like autumnal suit with like an orange shirt and yes. that orange scarf coming under the lapels. You look so that was good. stylish <laughs> as fuck. I loved that suit. And then after that, everything went downhill. <laughs> I also like how in that in the thing that, that he was dressing up for, he just wears a tuxedo. Yeah. <laughs> he just showed he's ended up in a tuxedo. What the fuck? Like we, we that whole scene meant nothing. So many outfits. <laughs> I imagine Eugene Kelly was like, I'm not wearing that shit. <laughs> Look, can you just wear this one thing in this one scene? Like, we'll give you a fun ascot or something. Yeah. <laughs> I have so much fun drama with him behind the sets. I behind can't fucking sets. wait. So I really like this movie. Um, that, are you, are you, really? Yeah, for real. It, oh, shit. Uh, okay. of, of the movies we've covered on this podcast, the only one I've enjoyed more would be uh, Nothing But Trouble. I'm genuinely surprised. Yes. Really? Like, yeah, I, I thought you were gonna hate this. I, I'm I'm quite surprised myself. <laughs> I had so much fun. So I like I showed Belinda the trailer before I sat down to watch it, and she's like, "This looks like off the wall, so bad it's good, cocaine driven madness." And I was like, "That's what the trailer looks like." But there's no way it's gonna actually be that fun. It's probably gonna be real slow and kind of dumb. Uh, but she was right, and <laughs> I had a really good. As soon as Olivia Newton-John and the other nine muses kind of hell, even as soon as he like tears up his piece of art and throws it and starts to like glow <laughs> <laughs> like it's cursed. Yeah. Uh, it's like a demented like, Mary Poppins. Yeah. yeah like, pretty much. That's how Mary Poppins got there. I'm saying and, clearly it's basically the same movie. Uh, <laughs> but when the, the muses started dancing around and all, they were all like glowy neon, I was like, I am, I'm okay. I'm into it. I, to, to be honest, I like half of the movie. Okay. Pretty much up until the mix of rock and roll and um, big band when they try to like <laughs> mush those two songs together. Yeah, which like I like the idea of it. But I like the execution the was. The I like the set yeah. piece of like it. interlocking. Yeah, I that was it. cool as hell. Oh my gosh, I forgot about it. I was watching and I went, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I really enjoyed the movie up to that point. After that, I was like, I still enjoyed it. 
I, I think that they, at that point, it ran out of spectacle to go on. Mm. Uh, and it needed to fall back on character development, which there had been none. <laughs> that's, so, you know, I think that's a good assessment. Yeah. But no, but overall, I, I am surprised I enjoyed a movie musical, a disco movie musical <laughs> from the 80s. Yeah, I'm genuinely shocked that you that you, you feel that way. I thought for yeah, sure you were going that. to hate this. No, I I mean, I, I certainly have my complaints, but... So now we yeah. really know what they needed to do with Les Mis. <laughs> More, lasers. <laughs> More lasers. More lasers. More lasers and cocaine. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Joe, it sounds like you did not quite enjoy this film. I wouldn't go so far as to say I didn't enjoy it. I was fucking bewildered by it sure. from pretty much start to finish. <laughs> Just the turns that this thing takes are so wild and so off the wall. There's a no predicting them, and b once you're in the midst of them, you you can't help but continue wondering how did I get here. <laughs> <laughs> there, one of the things that confused me was Sonny's job. I don't know if that's an antiquated job. job or something. It's or? gotta be right because I was I was talking to Blinda about it. So what he does in the movie is he takes album covers and then paints them. To be advertisements I on record so. he stores? He paints enlargements of them so they can hang them up in record store windows or on in record yeah. store displays, which, it's like, giant Xerox printers exist now. Right, so. yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're gorgeous, but that seems, seems... really uh, a terrible way to go about doing <laughs> that thing. Like, all right, well, now you got to do 1,800 more of these. Right. Good luck. Oh, God. But, yeah, I had, I had no idea what he was doing <laughs> i was immediately bewildered by him like just the very opening scene when we see him trying to do that charcoal drawing mm -hmm. i'm like oh hey mm -hmm. he's not bad he's got some yeah. you know he's, he's you know he's got he's got some good eye for form and some shadows some it's a very basic layout he's you know, putting in there and then he just rips it in half and goes oh well i guess i wasn't supposed to have dreams anyway <laughs> Which is the first line of the musical, by the way. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I'm thrilled. Uh, so there... Do you know when the musical came out? 2008, 2009? It's that recent. Yeah, I knew it was oh, wow. recent. Uh, there's been a... Staged live uh, musical adaptation of the movie that is done pretty well. And we'll get to that. Yeah. What I thought was a little bewildering was that he would do one drawing or one piece... And like pencils, and another in charcoal, and another in like watercolor. I'm like, you, you're just filling in all of them. Okay. I didn't expect to be like targeted as a character in this movie, but like. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly they turn, there's a bunch of a pile of unused Copic markers just chilling yeah. <laughs> in the corner. Cool fact. Factoid. Factoid. There were nine muses. One yes. of them is Valeria. From Conan the Barbarian. Oh. Yeah. I had okay. nowhere else to put that fact, so I just threw it in here. <laughs> no, that, that, that felt about right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this has been your VH1 pop-up video yeah. moment. Also, of nothing. The, the mural was added in post. Because they're like, we know we want a mural here, but we don't know what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> that that, so that, that doesn't surprise second. me. <laughs> no. <laughs> After just having watched it and being yeah. like, this is like, off. This is mural in the middle of this weird like alleyway. Yeah. Like. <laughs> 
which I think we're supposed to be led to believe that he painted it, that Sonny painted it. That would make more sense. He there's a throwaway line early in the film when he when he first comes back to the uh, to the the record company or whatever the hell it is, uh, and he's and he's like, you know, I fail. I you know, I try to do my own stuff and I fail. I all I can do is I can paint his van. I can paint these albums. I can paint someone else's mural. And it's just like just thrown in in this list of things that like it doesn't seem like it's important and then you see that mural at later like yeah much much later on it's like where the fuck did that where that come from what a weird place for this kind of a mural we also do see his van we do see that painting, van because he's like runs into that guy's like, yeah i'll give yeah. you a ride <laughs> and he's like skates all on the bumper <laughs> just sketches it yeah it's great. <laughs> see this movie's great i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i was utterly perplexed by Gene Kelly on the beach with his clarinet because they don't explain it all. He, no, like, he it it opens up. on him, I think. Yeah. I think the whole movie starts with him and then just pans to him <laughs> painting. Right. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. And then uh, Sonny's skating after this like random girl who gave him a kiss on the sidewalk. <laughs> as she disappears as, as she, a laser. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That is not what bothers him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he never stops to question that even Ever. once. Her, like, her disappearing... Coming back, <laughs> like in that when they first no. get into the roller disco, and she's just a ghost. She <laughs> like literally fades to nothing <laughs> to and then nothing. pops up somewhere else, and he doesn't even comment yeah. on this. Yeah. I really... that alone did not make him realize that she was not a human being. <laughs> it was later on when she tells him. No, no I've had girlfriends <laughs> who have done that. <laughs> oh, fuck you, get in the kitchen. I I wanted so badly for this to be the first indicator of like manic pixie dream girl. <laughs> But uh, I think Annie Hall is frequently yeah. suggested, and it's a couple of years earlier. But I've seen Annie Hall, and I've seen Xanadu, and Kira from Xanadu is way closer to the Manic Pixie Dream Girls that I've known than Annie Hall is. I think more so than, like, more of, like, the realistic expectation of a Manic, like, what people think is a Manic Pixie mm-hmm. Dream Girl, as opposed to the, like, filmic representation. Hmm. You're saying Kira's less realistic no i'm saying kira is more like a real human being ah, version okay, okay. of manic pixie dream girl gotcha. as opposed to annie hall who is the like the is like the proto film version of the manic mm. pixie dream girl great great the only because unrealistic... that's what we needed was to have that distinction in that trope <laughs> right right uh the only thing that was like unrealistic about kira was that i didn't have to like pick up her vomiting drunken body and carry it home at the end of the night that's true not not, not a once no that was the cast party. Was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just Gene Kelly just yeah. picking her up. And like, come on, bitch, we're going home. Gambler <laughs> <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> Caleb, before we go into the stats, would you yeah. like to tell everybody what we're drinking today? Oh. oh. <laughs> we are drinking uh, pink lemonade margarita pre-made mix from the liquor store that was purchased for a work party <laughs> that I got to take the leftover alcohol home from. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're recording on Labor Day, which in Pennsylvania means all the liquor stores are fucking closed. Yeah. So we couldn't we couldn't do the thing we were planning on doing, yes. which was which a, a drink called a laser beam that was champagne based, which would have been perfect, which sounded cool as hell. Yeah. But, so we have one modeled after one of Gene Kelly's suits. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the tie-in. Yeah. Wonderful. Hey, let's do some stats. Caleb. Yes. Tomato meter. Yes. What do you think it was? 
what is the it's a percentage right like out of 100 yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's the, like the rotten rotten tomatoes critic score okay i'm gonna get me personally or what i think it has currently what do you think it currently has, what it has yeah 40 29 Ooh, 29 yeah wow. really <laughs> yeah huh how about the audience score this is out of five this is also out of 100 out of 100 yeah. percent mm-hmm. audience score 36 58 Way higher. Yeah. Okay. That. What about that uh, IMDb? I, yeah. Scale of one it's to out ten. Six point five. Close. Uh, five point three. All right. Within one and a half. <laughs> which? Right. Yeah, I think that's probably probably about right. Like yeah. I enjoyed the movie, but I know it's not good. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, so this came out in nineteen eighty. And uh, our beloved stinkers were around then. That's true. The stinkers were around. Uh, it it didn't win. It got a dishonorable mention. For the stinkers. For the stinkers. Okay. And it got the least special special effects. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. It, it was nominated. It didn't, it didn't win that. Um, the winner of that was a movie called The Apple. The Apple. By Canon Pictures. No, Canon Pictures. No, right. that's, yeah. that, that, that's there. Okay. <laughs> like, so, enough, enough said. That tracks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a movie called Galaxina, which is another one I've never heard of, and a Disney movie called The Last Flight of Noah's Ark. I'm assuming it's one of the live action movies that nobody watched. <laughs> oh, it had to have been. Uh, so now on to the Razzies. On to the Razzies. In 1980, at the first Golden Raspberry Awards, Xanadu was nominated for six Golden Raspberries. It won one. Just one. Just one. Okay. It was a good year for the Razzies. <laughs> <laughs> so it was nominated for Worst Picture. And as Antonio on Instagram has pointed out, Can't Stop the Music won that year. That's correct. And yes. we're not allowed to cover it without him. I'm all for that. <laughs> yeah. No, Antonio, we'll gladly have you on for Can't Stop the Music. I want to say that is the... Um... Oh, God. Why am I dropping their name? The, the YMC... YMCA guys. The village people? Yeah, thank you. The oh. village people. I want to say it's a village people disco movie. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm in. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was nominated for Worst Screenplay for Richard C. Danis and Mark R. Ruble. Can't Stop the Music also won that one. Okay. It was nominated for Worst Actor, Michael Beck, in his role as Sonny Malone. It lost to uh, Neil Diamond from The Jazz Singer. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, Neil. Yeah. Uh, also, worst actress, Olivia Newton-John, lost to Brooke Shields from the Blue Lagoon. Okay. It was nominated worst original song, uh, Suspended in Time, which I just listened to before. It was not bad. Aww. No, actually, I was, I was like, there's a lot of hate for Suspended in Time. I was like, it wasn't bad. It's a, I think it's just the fact that it's like the camera does this the whole time. Oh, I have some things to <laughs> say about like, the camera work. <laughs> okay. Because uh, it is a long song of her just standing there. So maybe, yes. yeah, but it's a good <laughs> yeah. song. Like it's not a bad song, but it goes on so long, and <laughs> that must be why it, it it kills the it kills the momentum of the film. Yeah, and and the camera work. Yeah, it's just mm. the song itself, though. No, I, was, I just re-listened the soundtrack before you guys got here. I was like, yeah, it's so pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, the mo- the song that won is the man with Bogart's face from <laughs> the man with Bogart's face. <laughs> <laughs> The fuck? I don't know. Oh, I, I. The only thing I know about that movie is that there's an actor who looks very similar to Humphrey Bogart. Sure. And once Hollywood figured that out, they're like, "Oh, we can make a bunch of movies where you're like spoofing Bogart." 
So you're never going to actually get to play yourself or another character. You're just Humphrey Bogart now. <laughs> um, and I, I'm pretty sure he's in the Woody Allen film uh, Played Against Sam, where Woody Allen has an imaginary friend that is Humphrey Bogart. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so it did <laughs> okay. win worse. Uh, Xanadu did win worst director. Uh, that's Richard Greenwald. Interesting. Okay. He beat out, and I'm going to read the full list because it is wild. Please hit me with Who's this. on this list. I'll skim through the ones that are a little less known. Uh, John C. Avildinson for The Formula. Michael Ritchie for The Island. John Trent for Middle Aged Crazy. Gordon Willis for Windows. Uh, and now we get on to some questionable decisions. Oh. Um, Brian De Palma for Dress to Kill. Interesting. William Freakin for Cruisin'. Which, <laughs> <laughs> which I really want to watch Cruisin'. Um, I forget about Cruisin'. <laughs> there was, I forget what club was down in Lawrenceville. I don't, I don't think it's still there anymore. But on the wall in the dance area, they would play like some random movie. And the one, I don't like dancing. Uh, so I just watched the movie, yeah, uh, which was cruising. I'm like, this is really good. <laughs> I can't hear what Pacino's saying, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> anyway, uh, Sydney J. Fur Furry, huh? Uh, and Richard Fleischer for the jazz singer. Stanley fucking Kubrick for The Shining. Uh, oh yep, boy, that's uh, and then Nancy Walker for Can't Stop the Music. All right, they nominated Stanley fucking Kubrick. I mean, Kubrick's gotten some shit <laughs> over time for uh, for his treatment of actors. Right, and his but it wasn't the difficult approach. It wasn't worse to his actors' director. It was True, just worse director. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, seems a bit. You no, know, he would win that yeah. hands down, <laughs> especially for The Shining. Uh, and on that note, we're gonna go and break the commercial. Woo! Psst. Hey, you want to get doomed? I'm Tessa. And I'm Nicole. And we have a spanking new podcast for your ear holes called Doom Generation. Listen in as two foul-mouthed biddies have an always casual, often comedic... What? I think we're funny. And sometimes chaotic conversation about the things that doomed us to be who we are today. Take a trip with us down nostalgia lane and we'll try not to veer off the road. Available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Doom Generation Pod and on Twitter at Doom Gen Pod. Later, Later Doomers! And welcome back. All right, gang. What worked for you and Xanadu? Starting with the cast. <laughs> let, me, let me preface it like this. So I, I, in this next episode, I have trouble fixing the movie because I don't want to fix it. Yeah. And to change the cast too much takes away from the magic of it. And by magic, I mean... Lasers. Lasers. <laughs> Lasers. <laughs> like, Lasers. the actors aren't doing a fantastic job, but yeah. they're in a, a degree of heightened reality yeah. that I'm enjoying, yeah. um, excluding one actor that we'll get to. They're aligned in a machine just right to make just the right lasers. Yeah. 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 Like, could it be a better laser? Absolutely. It could but be a you better laser. might not get that better laser if you fuck with the machine too much. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. It's yeah. a weird metaphor. Um, you know, I will say, I think Gene Kelly worked for me. Which is a yes. weird thing because, like, I don't want this to be his last role on film. <laughs> no, yeah. but also I, he's just fun. Like, damned if he isn't he was yeah. fun to watch. watch. Yeah, he's too charismatic for this movie. Honestly, yeah, he's too charismatic for what I know happened behind the scenes. 
<laughs> now, see that. I, I mean, I imagine that's going to be largely what we're it. getting into in part two, yes, right? Yeah. Okay, it's nothing mm-hmm. cancelable. Just like you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the Living Newton John. I think you yes. probably could have picked a better actor, but the music is very much hers. Her. Um, oh yeah, it's it's in her wheelhouse. I'd yeah. say it's really for characters. I I even enjoyed his like shitty boss. Was, I, did too. I thought the yeah, I thought the, the <laughs> boss played his role well. Yeah. He was he was a bit of a slimy asshole and yeah. he needed to be a slimy asshole. Yeah. I do want to know how he made all his money painting larger versions of a record cover. So I have to assume that it's like an actual record company and that they're making money like from the sale of the records. Yeah, and this is yeah. just like a department, a department that he of it? overseas. Because he also shows up when they're doing that song where they oh, both yeah. roller skate and the trees rise up and then it rains and then there's what umbrellas. A, oh my god, what a bizarre set. But he shows up in this weird, like, <laughs> I don't know, oh, like something the from the ship stuff? of, like, Alien. Yeah. You know, like, and he's like, hey, do you know how much this shit costs? And, and then he fucks like, it up and something blows up behind yeah. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, That's shit! True. Yeah. They, I think that scene where they're like first kind of like falling for each other. Yeah. And they go into this like studio back lot with a bunch of different sets is where I was like, um, I kind of like this movie now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, I was not, like, when he described what was going to happen, he was like, yeah, it projects a bunch of images all around. Yeah. So you get into a bunch of different areas or a bunch of different like scenarios. I wasn't expecting literal tangible items right. to fall to, from the fucking <laughs> ceiling. I wasn't expecting the little, like, roof access thing from the room to fall down yeah, onto that's the what set. I thought too. I was like, wait, am I fucked up right now? Are we back in the room? <laughs> Waiting for him to pop back uh, out. Go, yeah. oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> I figured out where Togaway so came from. He was created for the movie Xanadu. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I, I also was like, oh, it's like a laser light show or something. Mm-hmm. But no, it's sets coming down from the ceiling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> story. What worked for you for the story? Hmm. I like the premise of, you know, a muse inspiring an artist mm-hmm. to complete his greatest work. <laughs> I, I, like, I like the idea of that. Yes. I like, that I, isn't I also, that what happened? But I, I also like the idea of that. Yeah. Well, I'll, when we get to what doesn't work, I'm going to touch a little <laughs> yeah. bit back on... Why I, was, I don't feel like that's actually what happened. I, but. Today when I was sweating, I was crying so hard at the end. I was, <laughs> I was laughing. I could not sound like, oh, wait. The whole movie leads up to this. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but I love the premise. And I love the um, tie-in of Danny, Gene Kelly, not Danny Kay. Yeah. <laughs> I like his, his sort of character's story and how he fits into everything. I like that too, especially since I think that character that he's playing is a pre-existing character from a movie in the 40s. I also had read about where this movie may have came from, where it's like, it was a movie that was adapted from a book, but then there's a sequel to that movie, which this is then an homage to. Yeah. And I don't know how much of that is true because I haven't watched those other movies, (laughs) so I don't want to say that for sure, but... Could be. Basically, it's. I, I think it's an angel, it right? Like an angel falls from heaven, something or something like that. I want it to be true. I want it to be true as well. I'm also like the the writer was locked in his house for three days, not allowed to leave because oh, he was God. having so uh, such a hard time at, like writing the script that I assume he was just like watching movies on TCM and was just like, yeah, we're just gonna do that one. <laughs> I fully believe that's what happened. That is that is my official headcanon for this. We're talking this. about this man's pain. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, just sitting at his typewriter crying. I like the animated number. God, I I did too. I mean, I'm a sucker for animation. Yeah, me mostly, too. But like, it's so fun and fluid yeah. and and it's Don fucking Bluth. Yeah, like, yeah. I was instantly excited as soon as an animated animated portion came into a live action film, and then when I realized it was Don Bluth, I was like, I am so happy. Yeah, I can't. I'm like, I, I cannot separate myself from whether or not it actually works, but I just love it. Fair. I also love that your favorite Don Bluth movie is Rockadoodle. <laughs> I'm 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 a little bit salty. You didn't mention All Dogs Go to Heaven in that list. I well, I was worried about the time limit. And I don't like horses. <laughs> so, while I wanted... Man, you had so much time left. You could have mentioned that one movie. Oh, no. I should have timed myself. Anyway, just a shout right. out to just, the Duke. Just, all dogs go to... Um, oh, fuck, what was the name of that movie? Hold on, wait, I got... I'm going to get it. I swear to God. Is it, all dogs go to... The West. The West. No, that, no that's not right. Sorry, God. And horse. Just, yeah. That, that, was, that was my concern. Uh, I had Rockadoodle on VHS as a... Same. As a youth... Yeah, as you and just t- would like rewatch it over and over and over again. I broke uh, mine. I actually <laughs> did not see that until I was an adult. I also probably, a banger as an adult. I I, I, I enjoyed ask. the hell out of it. Yeah, <laughs> I think the Duke is the greatest, second greatest villain of all time. I Pretty forget. great. We were at a party. I think it was at Big Nate's place. Yeah, and someone put on Rockadoodle, <laughs> and I was very drunk, and I was thinking, Yay! <laughs> 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 oh, I wish I could have been there for that. That's so good. It's, it's also a movie that starts out live action and then becomes animated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Uh, we can all agree. I think that was also like pre... Like he hadn't done any of those movies yet. No. And the only reason he was called upon to do this segment was because the producer had like a leftover song that they were contractually had to put in. Oh, really? And he's like, well, instead of bringing the actors back and doing a set and like, you know, whatever, just, we're going to call up this Don guy. <laughs> and have him awesome. That's one of my segment. favorite songs in the movie. Yeah. Is that like that one just on in general, like yellow song. I'm like, oh, I like, it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, that's a, I think it's a really clever way to put the song in there, have it still add to the story without mm-hmm. making it feel forced that yeah. it was like, oh, you had to put this in here. Yeah. Yeah. It's it is enough of a like surrealist moment to where like it it does not detract from the rest of what's happening, but it also yeah. doesn't feel shoehorned. That you know, weirdly in a lot of musicals, I my complaint is that they don't spend enough time on building the relationship between the two lovers. But in this, I actually felt like of the relationships were built, they spent a good amount of time developing their relationship <sighs> romantically. It's still very like Romeo and Juliet. Like we like each other because we're both have bits that we like. He 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 <laughs> says he says you know I love you. Day two. I like day two. I think yeah. I think they've known each other for like two yeah. entire days. Like, but in the terms of musicals, yeah, that's like months of days. <laughs> <laughs> that's talking about sharing a timeshare. Well, the <laughs> entire time, the entire time they're transforming into fish and squirrels and yeah. whatever. That was months going by. <laughs> they were in Bluthland. There was, for an ent- oh my god! Which makes sense because they did have to build that. Children were conceived and born in the time that they were in Bluthland. <laughs> I want to go to Bluthland. Why isn't there a fucking Bluthland? 
Probably for good reasons. But <laughs> yeah, have you seen Old Dogs Go to Heaven? <laughs> so many times. That was my my sister and I watched that so many times as children. Jesus, or Secret of Nim? Do you really want to go to Secret of Nimland? No, maybe. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to help them. Uh, as far as the story goes, as I said earlier, I pretty much enjoy it up until the musical mashup, but also more like when the construction happens, when they actually start into the constructions, when I was like, all right, yeah, it's moves along. Uh, themes. What themes work for you? Hmm. <laughs> Lasers. Lasers. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess the, like, the overarching theme is follow your dreams or, you know, don't yeah. give, don't give up on your dreams or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, okay, that's that's fun. Finding your inspiration, go for your dreams. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I have as well. Now, as we discussed in our episode about The Room, that manifests Tommy Wiseau, who is a, who is a wish fulfillment demon. But... <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, production. What worked for the production? Lasers. Lasers. I also have lasers. <laughs> <laughs> I said lasers. Much so. Fuck you. I love them. <laughs> Just lasers. Fuck you. <laughs> but I have to say, the very first song where everyone's turning into a laser, but they're also doing a time lapse behind them, just sort of like yeah. watching regularly before they turn into a laser, yes. was there's something weirdly magical about that that I was like, oh. This is fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh man, these these people are gonna do stuff. I'm excited. The only thing I didn't like about that is I wanted to know what happened to the eight other muses. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen more of them because they only other they only yeah. actually pop up outside of like that moment in the beginning is they are, I think, dancing around uh Olivia Newton John in the finale Xanadu, in yeah. the finale before she like permanently disappears. Yeah. Here's if I were adapting this stage and I don't know anything about the actual stage adaptation. I would put that at the beginning of the second act, just like a little mini montage dance montage of like the muses doing their shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. kind of like ease the audience back into the world. I can get behind that. Cool. What, what didn't work for the cast? <laughs> I think Michael Beck. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't do like the worst job in the world, no. but I couldn't tell if it was that he was like, how have I gotten here? Or if it was, he, he like actually felt like, like, oh, he didn't have to audition. They were no. like, here you go. Yeah. Well, well not then... because he was so good, but because they ran out of people. Oh God. <laughs> oh, okay. You're, you're but... definitely the first 19th on our list. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't tell if he was unhappy or if it was an actual choice he was making to be like right. this disgruntled artist, but it sort of came across as just a little stale. Yeah, we'll still have you have you uh, the only other movie I've seen him in is The Warriors. Same. And it was pretty much the same performance. Yeah. Um, so I think he's just kind of like that. Just his, like that. Yeah. yeah. It was a little one note. Yeah. Yeah. Which like for The Warriors, it worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for Xanadu, like, again, he wasn't the worst, but mm-hmm. I would have liked to have somebody with a little bit more chemistry. Yes. With uh, Kira. Um, I, I do feel bad that this movie basically wrecked his career. <laughs> <laughs> that does suck. That does suck. Themes. Can I read exactly what I wrote? Yeah, sure. Yeah, go for it. <clears throat> themes that didn't work. Going for your dreams because boobies. Proto manic nah. pixie dream girl Annie Hall beat Olivia by three years, but I think Kira was a more manic pixie dream girl. Yeah, the inspiration of of boobies being your impetus for for going for your dreams didn't really work for me. Yeah, 
Agreed. Like you, you clearly have talent. You clearly yeah. have like this drive to do this thing. Just fucking do the thing. Yeah. There's something about the uh, Gene Kelly, which his name is Danny McGuire. Yes. In this, okay. I think there was something for me that just didn't work about his not feeling anything about Kira being with when he blatantly knows who Kira is. Yes. Yeah, and there's no. It's just decades. very much like, oh my gosh, I was so in love with you that I created the best art of yeah. my life. But it's nice to see that you're back and with someone else. <laughs> Have fun. Well, I think that's where. <laughs> so they added that tap number. That was like the last that thing end. they did. Because that's that honestly is my favorite part of the entire yeah, movie. It's great. Is that tap number. Um, and I th- I think that that's a clever way to insert it into the movie and have it make sense. Is like, oh, yeah. he was also inspired by Kira. Yeah. But it does raise some questions of like, that's do you not remember? Do you not, yeah, you, remember? you clearly do remember, but you don't remember. But you seem awfully chill about it. Yeah. <laughs> so that was something I wanted to try to fix. Yeah. And there was just something off about his yeah. character's relationship with her that I yeah. couldn't quite put my finger on. But I think that's it. It's something about him just being like super chill with the love of his life. But being also with his business partner yeah <laughs> um Stunny doesn't recognize her at the very end when she shows up as a shot girl <laughs> i mean he he clearly like he has that inkling of like hey think there's the something hat. there's something about you employee that i've hired right <laughs> yeah a little problematic <laughs> yeah like like wait this ends with him falling in love with his employee and and gene kelly's just fine with it <laughs> aware maybe of like what's happening <laughs> I mean, maybe she has some kind of like you don't remember me, <laughs> yeah, type thing. But they pocket sand, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what didn't work for the story? <laughs> oh man, but Zeus. That Zeus. was just good. that whole segment of him going into the mural. I I, I like that actually. It it being Zeus kind of confused me, but him going into Tronland, I was fine with. um unclear not hera i guess is weird like if you're already tapping into greek Greek mythology it's like was was hera for some reason not in the public domain like (laughs) right yeah olympus still has copyright on hera oh god damn it yeah i one of the things i would have one of the things i say in the fix is it should have just com- committed to going the whole way. Yeah. Like, just go big. Absolutely. So when he goes through the mural into Tron land, just have an electric Zeus there. Yeah. Like, go full I, neon I just, Zeus. I want you to think about the phrase you just uttered. Electric Zeus. <laughs> Is there anything more late 70s, <laughs> early 80s than what you than just electric said? Zeus. <laughs> I want to drink that 40. <laughs> 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 That's some great malt liquor right there. It's Yo. Billy D. Williams. <laughs> Play my Billy D. Williams. Shit, yeah, that would actually be great. Uh, People would have been so mad. <laughs> yes. Or I also think it would have that wouldn't have been quite as jarring the the introduction of the whole like Greek mythos. Yeah. Um, if they had introduced it earlier. Yeah. Because you you have the mural that's you know. Grecian. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yeah, it has some Grecian elements, but like they don't say anything about them being muses right. until uh mm-hmm. until what however you pronounce Kira's actual name. Uh Terpsichore. Terpsichore. <laughs> until Terpsichore actually like fucking reveals herself right. to be a muse. So you have this opening where it says, Oh, these laser women dancing. 
<laughs> yeah, I um, because she does a couple of other magical things throughout the movies, the movie, but not much. She changes the mannequins into dancers, but <laughs> Danny and Sunny don't even notice this. But like, what if they had? Like, what if she was a more magical and b they were like, did you just was that the cocaine or did you see the was that the cocaine? <laughs> Yeah, have him like kind of double like double right. take for a minute. Be like, yeah. hey, wait a minute. Um, though, though I will say to his, to his credit on that, they never looked like mannequins to begin with. That's you could true. absolutely yeah. tell they were moving people. ever so slightly, <laughs> breathing and kind of shifting <laughs> in these not window displays. Like, why didn't you have them be mannequins? Laser them up, yeah, which they do been, so many other yeah, times throughout the movie. People the whole time. <laughs> I, so many other. <laughs> the the mixture of what we the suspension of disbelief goes so far in and out of what's like oh my gosh how magical was this versus yeah. look at that really magical thing that I'm going to be totally fine with <laughs> yeah. yeah speaking of that song does not work for me I I hate that song the makeover song yeah well let me crack this I hate that scene I love that song ah okay sounds good the uh, the was it all around the world or what yeah, it, uh, it was all around the world yeah um, I didn't like I didn't hate the sequence the song like the song's all right and again the like autumnal kind of look that Gene Kelly puts on is yeah. just Mwah, chef's kiss perfect he should have kept that the rest of the fucking movie but no they kept on going downhill with all these worse and worse looks <laughs> right um also just like the weird like X mannequins like following them around like a bunch of like, gremlins yeah. on the entire fucking store. The like, one that just comes out and starts air humping. And yeah, she's my personal favorite. <laughs> there, correct me if I'm wrong, but like their aesthetic felt different than what yes. we've been looking. Oh it, yeah, it felt like high 80s versus what we had yes. been looking at, which was like early 80s. Yeah, a hundred percent. Okay. There's also they did this mixture of full blown like soundstage choreography type number mm-hmm. versus these close ups of the the people just like looking left and right and up and down. And you're like, just like zoom out. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Like, pick what? Pick a lane. Pick a lane. <laughs> okay, we're gonna interrupt this little like this little like looking back and forth kind of number to wheel out a to wheel out an entire rack where there is a clear stripper. Oh my like, god! In, yeah, like, yeah. twisting and turning on the on the middle pole. <laughs> Which like nothing wrong with that, but also again, like that's just like there's so many lanes intersecting in yes. the midst of this number. Yeah, I think the reason I dislike this one so much, and it, like I don't typically like musicals. No, and the reason for that is there's a lot of unmotivated numbers, and this is like the key example of how do we shoehorn this dance <laughs> number into the story? Oh hey, you need a better suit for the opening. What makeover? <laughs> yeah, I'm like ah, god damn it. I literally, as we're watching this day, I turned to my friend and was like, I feel a song coming on. <laughs> <laughs> so, and there, there are a number of songs like that. Yeah. Um, some of them fit fine. Others, I'm like, <laughs> sure. <All right>. Yeah. <laughs> production. What didn't work? Uh, before we get into production, there's one thing that is kind of an intersection of character and story that I feel like does not work. Sure. And it is the uh, male co-worker of Sonny's at the, re- at oh, the record company. the funny guy. The, fu- the quote-unquote funny oh, guy. Oh, my God. He, so from the moment he comes back and when Sonny first starts re- uh, relaying the story of this weird woman that just appeared out of nowhere on roller skates and kissed him and skated off. Yeah. He, his response to that is to stop him and go, and go, oh, now wait a minute. 
tell me the X-rated version. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, are you fucking Clarence Thomas? Like, what is this? <laughs> Why would you ask that at work? Come on. Oh, no. Yeah, I forgot about the quote-unquote funny friend. Yeah. For a second. But then he disappears, like, at, like as soon as... Um, as soon as Sonny leaves that job, he disappears for a good chunk of the film mm-hmm. and then just pops back up again when they're in the midst of like planning after the makeover <laughs> suddenly scene. involved. Yeah. I don't remember him after that. He was just there at the table with Gene Kelly for no reason. Oh, he snuck in. Apparently. <laughs> but he was, he was there like conversing with him. Like he's an active participant in the planning and he had mm-hmm. not popped up at any other time. Here's what happened. Gene really got along with that guy. <laughs> he was like, this guy. He's got Moxie. He's got Great. Moxie. He's coming with me. <laughs> I say that, but that's actually what happened. Oh, sweet <laughs> Jesus. Not with him, but in the added tap number. Oh. Uh, so they wanted him to come back because that, that wasn't in the original cut. Right. This is the, the one with him and Olivia Newton-John. Correct. Yeah. Uh, he's like, well, I'll only agree to it because, A, I live right up the street. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's on my way to the drugstore. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, it's it's a closed set. The only people that can be there are the people that have to be there. So like director, camera, operator, sound guy. Sure, sure. And these two guys that I got along with real well while shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. As far as the production goes, I hate the camera work. Yeah. Like, the reason I don't love this movie is the camera work is I, I so agree. stiff. Like move. Mm-hmm. You're you're filming a movie about people on roller skates. Move. move. It is so bizarrely like like yes. rigid for how fluid yes. everyone else is trying to move. Especially in like the moments where they're in the roller disco at the end and they're trying to yeah. follow Gene Kelly around as it's like the most like like painfully unmoving yeah like dolly shot to try and get yeah. him which is weird that should feel fluid but instead mm. it feels clunky yeah it felt like and you can't even blame it on the age of the film because it was 1980 and you had that kind of camera work right when you when, when you entered the talkies yeah which was 50 years prior so like you <laughs> i don't know what your excuse is for being yeah. like as we say get it off the sticks like why yeah. is this on a tripod or a crane no reason <sighs> well fellas <laughs> We talked about the movie. Yes. The awards, its stats, mm-hmm. and what worked and what didn't work. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think it deserves its accolades? I think it's enough of a mess in in a number of ways, particularly production-wise, to warrant the nomination for Worst Picture. Mm-hmm. I am very glad that it did not win. I agree. I would agree with that. I can understand how it how it got its yeah. nominations. Does it deserve the hate? I mean, it, it's 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 bonkers. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if that's worthy of scorn. I think maybe at the time I can see people being like, mm. "What the fuck did I just <laughs> watch?" But it honestly has it, it's popped up in so many. Like, I think as time has gone on, it has become much more of yeah. a cult for sure. Like, I I forget I was watching yeah. something and it popped up. Oh, I was watching Friends and it popped up on there. And I was just like, oh, shit. So I, I feel like, yeah. If, I don't know if that was an answer. <laughs> I I agree. I think it it's definitely, it's absolutely entered cult status. It's yeah, yeah. kind of like midnight movie, like Rocky and 
Rocky Horror and not Rocky with not Rocky Balboa. Uh, <laughs> also, could have yeah, used right some up, lasers. Right, right up there, right up there in, in yeah. Midnight Movie Madness with First Blood and, yeah. and <laughs> Ghostbusters. Yeah, uh, but Rocky Horror and the Room. Yeah, and Xanadu. I could, I, I could, like, see I can, like I can with. see people going to see. I, I feel like when this opened. People saw Gene Kelly's name, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of an older generation went to see a musical with Gene mm-hmm. Kelly. Yes, I think that lent an expectation that yeah. they were not. And then ready they for. see this sort of new type of movie musical that I don't think people were used to. And Grease was what two years before this? I want to say that was the one other thing I was going to look up if if she started if this was before I, or after. I Grease. think this was right before Grease, and this was meant to, or or sorry, that Grease was right before, before this. this. And this was meant to be her like launch into solo art. Yeah, yeah. Grease was seventy eight. Okay. So, I think it's it's not a good movie. It deserves the nomination. I do want to see. Don't stop the music. Can't stop the music. Can't stop the music. Yeah. Don't you dare stop the fucking music. (laughs) Don't you ever, please, ever. Whatever you do, (laughs) under no circumstances are you to stop stop the music. Like, does it deserve what? Like. I've been to parties where they've been like, oh, you've never seen Xanadu? Don't watch Xanadu. It's fucking garbage. Yeah, I I'm would like, not go so no. far as garbage. I wouldn't say garbage. I would it's... not say garbage. It's, it's, it's absolute bonkers and a train wreck and weird and goofy, yeah. but it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun, unabashedly laser-filled fun. Yeah. So when I look at my movie app at the end of every – after finishing a movie and I rate it out of five, the way I've done it for the last year is, <laughs> did I have fun? If the answer is yes, it's above a three. Okay. It's not if it if it's if I had a lot of fun, it's a four. If it's art, it's a five. This is not a five. No, <laughs> no. absolutely not. <laughs> but it was like a three point seven, which they don't have All that. Right. So I gave yeah. it a four. I rounded up. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. I love that. Wonderful. Well, uh, I know you're all dying to know how we're gonna fix this. We have so much more to cover before we get to that though. That is correct. But all of that's gonna have to come in part two. You betcha. Caleb, would you like to promote your wares? Oh, yeah. So if so far you've liked what you've heard <laughs> um, or want to come to the bathhouse with me, you can, you can check out my podcast, Making a Martini, available on all streaming platforms where I talk about different topics across the board. We've talked about sex. We've talked about Grease, too. Voting. I've talked about porn with some actual porn stars. Of yeah, it was a good episode. Was a good They're episode. coming back. We're doing a fetish oh, episode nice. for oh, shit. for oh, National that's Fetish Day. Fun as hell. All right. Yes. Yes. Of course you can. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I get drunk and uh, vent. Nice. <laughs> it's it's a solid podcast. It's yeah. a good time. Oh, Absolutely, highly recommended. Yeah, I think I'm at making martini everywhere that you could. Find me on social media too. So except, tw- except Twitter, you are martini making. Oh, oh, yeah, Twitter. that's right. And I didn't realize it for like <laughs> until season two. It's like oh shit. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, So speaking of social media, if you want to find us, you can find us on Twitter at DRazzledPod, on Facebook at DRazzledPodcast, on Instagram at DRazzled underscore podcast, and on TikTok at Dullboy underscore Jack. Uh, If you have suggestions for what you'd like to see us cover or for merch you'd like to see us make, uh, you can email us at DRazzledPodcast at gmail.com. For that merch, you can go to our Redbubble store at DRazzledMerch.com. Uh, there's three designs up currently. Jack's working on some more, which should be a lot of fun. And, of course, uh, tell all your friends about the show. Spread the word. Get us in the ears of more people. Please rate and review the show wherever you possibly can to help people uh, find us easier. 
And I think that about covers that. You betcha. But hey, join us next week where we'll be sure to go to the bathhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>